Welcome to Enlightenment of Change with Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Here's Connie. Welcome to Enlightenment of Change on webtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. You know that I am so excited that you're joining us this week. So here's the deal, right? We hear that word change. Sometimes we go, yay, if it's a good change that we've chosen. And then sometimes change is thrust upon us and we go, uh-oh, we're in trouble. So to help you navigate change, because in my 40 years in sales, one thing I have learned, no matter what we do, when change comes into play, we better be able to communicate clearly what the next step is or what the change is, et cetera. So to help you communicate more effectively, in the show notes, you'll find my communication style assessment. You'll get two reports. One will spotlight just your natural communication superpowers, how your message lands, which is kind of important to know. Flip side, your lowest score, you'll get a secondary report, which really spotlights your blind spots, which eh, kind of could be more important um, than your superpowers. So when you're speaking to someone 180 degrees different than you, guess what? That report is going to shine a light on how your message could be potentially landing in an incorrect way. So again, link is in the show notes, my gift to you. Now, to set the stage for my guests and I in our conversation, um, the quote that I chose is by Brian Dive. And Brian says, accountability is a statement of personal promise, both to yourself and to the people around you, to deliver specific defined results. For those of you that know me, that you've met me and or you've been following the show for a while, I'm an action taker. I don't know how to be any other way. And, and sometimes, ironically, I feel like it's a gift that sometimes I feel like it's a curse, right? But at the end of the day, having accountability metrics in place, whatever that means to you, truly holds us accountable to ourselves and to those that depend on us or that we need in our circle. So this quote just really hit home for me. Now, in my travels and training at companies around the country, it's easy to see those that truly hold themselves accountable. They're your top performers and those that don't. And those that don't hold themselves accountable, I always find they seem to blame everyone around (laughs) them, circumstances, deflecting, whatever you might want to call it, but it's everything outside of themselves versus accountability, I think, is an inside game. So deflecting is just an excuse. It's not really, you're really trying to make an excuse to do nothing. So during today's show, uh, my guests and I, we're going to discuss how to retrofit yourself, your relationships, teams, and organizations by playing the integrity game. So who is this amazing guest that I am talking about? His name is Jeff Jeffrey Klubik. Now, Jeffrey is, <laughs> is a now unretired professor of communication and author of The Integrity Game, an Amazon number one bestseller. Jeffrey's worked as a business communication coach with entrepreneurs and high performer, uh, high performing teams um, in 13 different countries. Now he, he founded Get a Clue Clue is with KLU Inc., which serves small micro businesses and solopreneurs with productivity and accountability frameworks. As a speaker, he is fast paced, so he's going to get along fine with me. <laughs> Humor laced and a little bit in your face, always challenging audiences to look within. Jeffrey, thank you for being on the show. And dude, I am really excited about this topic and I'm excited about having you. Your energy is awesome. And I like having a good time. People learn when they're laughing. So, Welcome. Happy to have you. Yeah, well, let me start with gratitude. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the great introduction. 
Um, thanks for calling me dude. I'm going to call you dudette and, and hit it back over the fence to you really quick. Like, you know, play a little communication tennis, but yeah, fun. Um, I like to put the fun back in the fundamentals and it is Friday as of this recording. And so I'm just really happy to be here and I'm looking forward to where we go. Thank you so much. Really uh, appreciate it. So, you know, accountability, this it's funny, you know, with my clients that I, I will not take the business if they don't have an accountability piece, which in my case is coaching. So they get this training. Well, then what who's going to inspect what they expect after the fact? Right. You need that coaching. That's that's an example of accountability. So if you had to introduce yourself using a struggle you currently face. Um, what would we learn about you? So I want the, I want everybody to get a flavor of, of again, your sense of humor and who you are. Um, and again, the topic obviously is accountability. Yeah, we'll work our way in there. But just by way of introduction, you know, I, I'm a communication guy, right? And so this is a challenge that I currently face, right? You've heard it said, and you've probably coached other people on this, that the riches are in the niches, right? You've, I mean, you've heard it said at least, if not t- 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 told your clients. Sure. And so people <laughs> imagine, Connie, oh, so Jeff, What's your niche? Oh, communication. So that's a challenge that you face because you and I both know, and we're going to talk about accountability, right? And we're going to talk about integrity as a function of accountability and the Trojan horse that get us to open up and look within and all the good stuff, right? 100%. So I want to make it fun and easy to look within, like you said in the intro. Every job is an inside job and especially accountability. Now, uh, so as far as I'm concerned about me, it's a challenge that I have because when I'm networking, when I'm introducing myself, I know the riches are in the niches. But I also know that my I have a master's in communication. I'm an unretired professor of communication. I've taught, I'm in my third decade of teaching public speaking and all of the modules that go into teaching public speaking, like audience analysis and listening and critical thinking and persuasion and nonverbal communication and organization of thoughts and rhetoric. And so I, I have all of those modules under my belt. So when you hear anybody complaining around the water cooler about anything, first of all, they're usually projecting rather than looking within. You mentioned that and we'll get into it. Yeah. But what they're complaining about is always going to be a communication issue. Always. There are no issues under the sun that aren't resolved through communication. As a matter of fact, nothing happens or unhappens. With it. It's everything, right? So that's a challenge I that I have because I can see the enormity of it all. And, and well, who's your, in the intro, you said you, you read some of the bio, right? Get a clue, my boutique, you know, solopreneurial coaching practice and it's solopreneurs, micro business owners, life service professionals, top producing sales professionals, right? But then, you know, when you want to grow up and mature and be a big boy, you want to get into associations and corporations and see where that quote unquote, quote unquote, big money is, right? And there's all kinds of different challenges. So it doesn't matter if it's a nonprofit. It doesn't matter if it's military. It doesn't matter if it's corporate. It doesn't matter if it's associations. It doesn't matter if it's Little League Baseball. Every issue is a communication issue. Every solution is a communication solution. And so, I agree. so that's a challenge on one hand. It's a challenge I embrace. It's a challenge I work through. I'm struggling with. And so I, I it's really important for me to read the room and be very careful and selective and have a lot of different ways to introduce myself. It's a challenge that I have, but I'll take it. There's, you know, there's other challenges that I've had that I prefer the one that I've got, but that's a way to introduce myself. I, I've, I have a master's in communication. I've got three kids. I'm married. We got two dogs. We live in San Diego. I teach at San Diego State University. I got my two degrees at San Diego State University. I met my wife at San Diego State University. And now my oldest son is a freshman playing baseball at San Diego State University. I love it. My grandfather, Papa Lou, rest in peace. He was a diehard Yankees fan. And that's where some of my maybe East Coast uh, flavor comes from. So it's great to get to interact with you. But by way of introduction, a challenge that I'm having is this 
communication is my thing and the riches are in the niches. And so my niche is communication. So if it's communication problem, I can help. But it's fascinating. Pretty broad. uh, Yeah. And, and, but I look, so when I, when people meet me and I go, look, I'm a sales expert. There's so many underlying things under that, but here at the end of the day, um, you're going to laugh. I say, you know what sales is? Communication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. care if you're operations and you need help with something. It's communication. Yeah. I don't care what industry you're in and what you're selling or serving. Or- communication <laughs> is at the core. So I'm cracking up as you're saying it because it, it sounds so broad stroke, but I think the breakdown everything that that breaks down is through communication and and I'll just share, share a real quick example yeah. my husband and I we've been married 32 years and early on in our career you know sales so I was taught disc which is a behavioral yeah. model communication yeah and I, I got I've done, started I've done, I've done over a thousand disc assessments so I'm, I, I got the portal yeah go ahead yeah crazy I speak, right I speak, so, I speak your language yeah so thank you for that so uh what do you think I am really quick hi d hi i um that's exactly right. I'm a high I, high D. They fight with each other. I have conversations in my head. Scary place to be. Anyway, so I meet, meet my husband. We get married. We're six months in. I'm a super high D, which is very direct, right? I'm very yep. direct, fast paced. He's the polar opposite of me. And I remember thinking, oh, should I be married? He's like the nicest man on this planet. And I'm not always nice to him. So I taught him disc. And do you know, 32 years, happily married. And he and I laugh because we never fight, um, Jeffrey, because we he'll say to me, I see your D, which is not the nice part of the ID, by the way, listeners. And he'll say, can I see a little bit of your eye? So immediately I laugh and I say, this is what I really wanted to say. Communication. Mm-hmm. And the other thing we found early on is we were saying the same thing, but how we were interpreting whatever the messaging was from either one of us, yeah. it was off. But we were what what our meaning behind it was always the same. And that's why we, we have not fought in 32 years for that reason. So I believe, and I agree with you, it, you know, you say communication and people go, huh? But everything we do is communication based. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you, dude. I'm totally well, with well, you. Well, here's, here's the, the segue into this really juicy deep dive we get to do into accountability. You know, we're, we're building up to it, right? There's, sure, you, there's sure. still this deep dive it. into accountability. Well, here's the thing. Like accountability and like integrity, which you're going to ask me about at some point, I'm sure, right? Like accountability and like integrity communication is one of these things that everybody finds like parenting or driving. Everybody thinks themselves to be really good, but it's just everybody else who sucks. Deflect. Well, and then, and, and so people think what, what's, what's sad, the sadness about communication is that everybody has used the word. Everybody knows what it means. And everybody thinks that because sound could come out of their mouth and they can hear sound going into their ears that they can communicate now. So this gives us an opportunity, right? Connie to say, well, there's a difference between, you know, pizza and good pizza. There's a difference between bagels and eat, right? There's a difference between communication and effective communication. Yeah. And so yeah. what the example that you gave with your husband, you're relying on the seventh and magical ingredient of communication, which is feedback. So feedback is response to message. Yes. Okay? And the reason feedback is magical is because, number one, it lets us understand if message intended was, in fact, message received. Right. It's amazing how often it's totally clear in our head and then it comes out of it. And you ever had those situations, Connie, where it sounds perfect in your head and then you start talking and every sound that you make, you're like, this doesn't sound the same as it said in my head. And you're like, oh, no, this isn't going well. And you finish the sentence anyway. And you're like, hey, that sounded better in my head. Give me another chance here because you could already see the feedback. You're like, right, right. right. The bubble so over their head. 
Yeah. So you're giving, you're giving like the feedback. Number one, it lets us know if message intended was message received, which gives us an opportunity to re-articulate. So if the, if I say six and that doesn't land, I'm going to go five plus one, 10 minus four, 60 divided by 10. I, I'm going to, I'm going to have more chances I if I pay attention to feedback. Now back to what you're saying, the decoding, if we interpret things in a certain way, right, we're, we're not going to see the opportunities if we're defending ourselves all the time. And now that's what happens with accountability is it will always feel like an attack when we're not ready to be responsible for our own behavior. I'll say it again. Accountability will always feel like an attack when we're not ready to be responsible for our own behavior. And in marriage communication, right, subconsciously, your husband, you and your husband seem to be doing a great job from what you're telling me. And a lot of couples can learn from you guys and have a third party tool. If it's not a therapist then have a report, have a behavioral assessment in front of you. Absolutely. You can look at some graphs, but anything sure. third party to get out of the, the, the natural resentment that couples can have for one each other. Cause when you talk about attraction, that's the easy part. Opposites attract, that's right. but then compatibility is the hard part. And when there's a, an issue there in front of you in the living room and you both go to address it, you're going to address it. You're going to address it directly and he's going to address it analytically. You don't care how it gets done, just get it done. And he doesn't care if it gets done as long as it's done right. And so now, <laughs> <laughs> so now you want to have, take a deep breath. So we love each other. When it comes to these things, you do it. When it comes to these things, I'll do it. So my right. wife, my wife is a high C analytical. She plans birthdays on spreadsheets, right? It's like, you go ahead and plan the birthday party for the kids on the spreadsheet. Go ahead. I'll call the vendors and discount the rates. That's exactly. So you want to have, have a clean division of labor. You want to celebrate each other's successes. But when we talk about organizations and our clients that we're serving, yeah. most people in organizations, they overinflate their contribution and they minimize everybody else's. Yeah. But a healthy marriage, we need to minimize our desire to do everything and have a division of labor, celebrate the differences and make a one plus one equals three. So congrats to you and your husband. Yeah, I love it. Now, let, let's talk about, you know, you've written a series of soft skills books. The one I love, it's called Get a Clue, K-L-U, um, in 52. Yeah. So what, what is, what's that all about? I'm so curious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I had a feeling you'd ask me about this. So I just happened to bring <laughs> all four of them. Yay. Okay. All four Go of them. Go to YouTube if you want to see it, everybody. Yep, yeah, yep. Yep. But anyway, yeah. So the bottom line is 52. Like, Somebody said, Jeff, you know, with everything I've accomplished, Jeff, you got to be an author. It was 2019. I wanted to be an author. I wanted to self-publish my first book. And I got a great piece of advice. Like, it's easy. <laughs> I'm like, no, I got so much going on in my head. How do I sit down and organize it? And she's like, just pick five categories and write 10 tips in each category. I was like, whoa, that does sound easy. And I, so I sat down. I said, communication, accountability, networking, marketing, and sales five categories. And I endeavored to write 10 tips in each. I threw two extra tips in the marketing section. So I'd have 52. And then what would I do? And starting in 2020, does everybody remember the year 2020? <laughs> oh my God. I spent a month there one day. And uh, anyway, starting in, in, in January, 2020, I went onto my zoom and I would streamed it into the Facebook and I created the group, get a clue in 52. So if you guys want to join, get a clue in 52 is free group on Facebook. And cool. I would read one tip and stream it in. And then next week, I would read another tip and stream it in. So I'm right now in my fifth year of every once a week, I read a tip from one of my books and I stream it into my social channels and it's free and it's easy to do. And I can have guest uh, experts on to help me go deeper on the topic. And Love I can, it. and it's just, and I, the content populates. So I'm creating content because I'm reading the tip, but then there's discussion that follows afterwards. So uh, this year, 
Um, I'll just go through. Can I go through the lineup real quick? And I'll be done. Yeah, I love it. Sure, so sure. The, the, the first one's Get a Clue in 52. I told you what the five categories were, communication, marketing, sales, networking, and accountability. And some of this you could repurpose a little bit. And then I, uh, one of my clients wanted to uh, co-author with me. So we did the Entrepreneur Edition. Shout out to Vipul Dial, serial entrepreneur, hotelier. He's got his charity, Charity for Hope. Dynamic guy. I love coaching in all of his businesses and helping him. So we co-authored cool. the Entrepreneur Edition. The five categories here were personal branding, business acumen, business, business ownership, leadership and influence, and then work-life balance. Nice. And then, and then last year, this is, Connie, this is the one I'm going to sign personally and send to you when you give me your address, is... Get a clue in 52 for coaches. Love it. And uh, myself included, by the way. And so basically, I've been coaching for money since 2007. Right? Yeah. Since before it was cool. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the, the five categories here are organized chronologically. First, we self-promote. Then we get clients. Then we motivate them. Then we hold them accountable. Then we build a practice out of it. So those are the five categories Love here. It. And this is like really special. I read a tip from this every single week last year. And then this year, what I'm doing with one of my clients from down under Melbourne, Australia, Sue Matheson, she co-authored, jumped into the project with me and co-authored this book, Get a Clue in 52 for Speakers, because now back at San Diego State University, I'm mm-hmm. now in my third decade of teaching public speaking. And, and so I thought, well, if I'm going to be a professor of public speaking on an adjunct basis, let me, when I'm off campus, make sure I'm marketing myself as a speaker, trainer, mentor for, co- you know, uh, or, or coach for, yeah, coach, mentor, trainer for speakers as well. So they're all 52 tips. I read one every week and now I'm streaming into YouTube and LinkedIn and uh, Facebook. So I'm, I'm using StreamYard now to stream into more channels. So it's just a way to be visible once a week to have a reason to let my audience know what's going on, stay top of mind. And it's fun. I'm going to do one. Yeah, I'm going to read one later on today uh, at, at uh, I don't know, like five hours from now. I love it. I love it. I love it. So a couple of things I just want to unpack. I love the idea of the 52, right? Mm-hmm. Get a clue of 52 because of the 52 weeks. What a great way, not only of relevant marketing, but you're keeping it fresh and fun. So you create it and then you deliver it. But then the second part, here's the accountability attachment to it is, okay, you heard the tip. Now let's get into the chat room or whatever, right? Stream your Facebook. Let's start commenting. How are you applying it? How did it land for you? Why did it land that way for you? You responded to Connie abruptly. Why was that, right? So now all of a sudden we're bringing that topic that whatever tip is for the week and we're bringing it to life for people. Because remember, we have our own filters on how we process information. So now I see your response to that quote and I, oh, I never even thought of that. So it helps me expand my perspective from Connie's perspective. And guys, I'm, I'm kind of putting blinders up on my eyes if you're listening on Apple. And now I'm spreading my hands apart so that my perspective grows, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. And I love that. Great way for you to brand. Great way to be relevant. Great way for you to show that you, you know your crap, man. And also you're giving these valuable tips for people to act on in these little bite-sized ways and then create community conversation. I love it. What a brilliant idea. Fun, well, fun, you. fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's, it's all of that. And then some, and you know, I, I, I keep it jovial. I, I've been, yeah, I used to do them on Sunday nights so this last year and this year I'm doing them on Friday. So it's like, Hey, happy Friday. We're going to have fun today. And and so it's, it can be a little bit silly and I don't have to be so guarded or stiffy, you know, stuffy or, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's Absolutely. a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward, you know, every week. I, it's, and, and then the other thing too, is once you tell people, Hey, I'm going to do this every week, guess what? You got to do it every week. Accountability. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, it's a, just another thing that I do in my own 
efforts to look within and, and create mechanisms in my world where I'm self-accountable. Yeah. I, and, and it makes a difference out in the world. I want to shift a little bit now because yeah, yeah. keep using the word integrity with that accountability, right? So tell us more about the integrity game, right? Mm-hmm. That you've had trademarked. How do you play? How do you win? Like, give us some, some, I'm, I'm interested. Talk to All me, right. baby. Talk to me. All right. I'm going to talk to you. Thank you. What a great invitation. Like, does anybody ever say no when you ask that way? Nobody okay. ever says no. Jeffrey, do you know what my clients even say? No. Connie, yes. No one ever says no. And I giggle because they could say no to me. No one ever says no not to when me. You, not when you ask that way, Connie. I'm telling you, baby. Uh, not when you throw me. that little baby in there like, oh, oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. So um, for those of you that can't see, I'm holding up my cover of the book, The Integrity Game. And so yeah. this is so the integrity game, you know, this is, let me take a minute on this. The integrity game started off as just the name that the name, what I would call a dialogue, hmm. a dialogue when in my coaching and leadership training. So when I learned how to coach and I'm like, all right, this is cool. I learned this good stuff, but I'm going to do it better. <laughs> I'm going to, and I created my own coaches training, right? Where I teach people how to get clients, how to get in engagement, engagement in clients and permission to lead. Then how do we motivate people? And then how do we hold people accountable? So within the accountability portion of the training, what does a coach do? You don't have to answer this, but basically imagine I'm training my, my students and my learners and say, hey, what happens if somebody commits to something in one session and then they come back to the next session and they haven't done it? What do you do? And so the, that's what I used to call the integrity. Well, we got to play the integrity game. You follow? So if you, if I do. That, and that's what it started off as. It's just a three-step dialogue where you get people to own, take 100% responsibility that they didn't do what they said they were going to do. Then, all right, what are the consequences of you being out of integrity around this commitment? And now you're going to decommit or recommit. So it used to be just a three-step dialogue. Well, fast forward to 2020, and uh, I was invited to do um, a, a keynote for the Specialty Advertising Association of California. And you know how it is. I don't know if you've done keynotes or you've been a paid speaker before, but you give them some topics. You give them like a a short list of topics and, you know, the usual suspects, time management, accountability or goal setting. or And I'm like, God, these sound, you know, these sound lame. (laughs) So I threw the integrity game in there just to make my list look a little sexier. And they chose the integrity game. So I'm like, all right, now I got to create a keynote out of this little three-step dialogue. But all of a sudden, everything that I've ever learned about accountability, everything I've ever done, all the clients, I've, it started coming to me. And what emerged was a 10-point model of integrity, a, a ten, a, like a 10-point framework. And it, what emerged also was some thought leadership around it. Now, here's where we get really fun. Integrity, like parenting and driving, I said earlier, is one of these words that people only use when they're, holding, when they're accusing others. I'm not having it, right? And integrity. So here's the deal. When I'm doing public speaking on this, Connie, I'll ask people, uh, how many, you know, let's say I'm doing the keynote playing the integrity game. And I start out, how many of you believe you have integrity? I'm going to go fast now. How many of you believe you have integrity? And everybody will raise their hand. 100% of the room raises their hand. Of course. I say, okay, keep your hands up and repeat after me. I, I do, do solemnly swear, swear not to shoot the messenger. And everybody laughs. Cool. Now I got them in my hand. Hang on. I don't want to offend you and suggest you don't have integrity. I want good ratings. I want to be invited back next year. So what is it? Then I, I stop. What is it? You tell me. And so now I want to get to know my audience and interact with my audience. And somebody on one side of the room will say, I always get two answers. I always get these two answers. I never don't get these two answers. Right. And I very rarely get anything but these two answers said different ways, maybe. But right. So one answer that I'm going to get, and you're going to like, like mm-hmm, make it mm-hmm with this resonates with you. Mm-hmm. One answer I always get is do what you say you're going to do. Agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right, good, everybody. And then the rest of the room will do that too. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You hear the, the like, I get a Mel Brooks movie in my head. You know, the murmur, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and the rumps <laughs> and all this stuff, right? And everybody- kind bobbers. Of, and I get to make a joke like, oh, they, she took your answer? You were going to say that? Oh, darn, she took yours? Okay, who else? Anybody else? And then the other answer I get, and give me an mm-hmm, if this makes sense to you too, if this resonates, somebody will say, uh, do the same thing when nobody's watching as you would when somebody is watching. Great, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So anything else? And I got these two and I pinned them on the board. Okay. Now here's the deal. First of all, I'm going to tell you, we like those for two reasons, right? Number one, when we do what we say we're going to do, we're integrating word with behavior. There's a coming together of our word with our behavior, behavior with our word. And when we do the right thing, regardless of who's watching, there's an integration. There's a coming together of behavior with values or morals or ethics. So, okay, it loves you too. It's mutual, always mutual, Connie. And so what we've got here, what we the first thing we like about these two answers is that both of them show us an integration. You either did what you said you were going to do or you didn't. You know, that's, those two things are together or they are not. They're integrated or not. Word integrated and then and then behavior. And the other, so that's the second thing is behavior is in both equations behavior with word or behavior with values mm-hmm. so what we can't escape what nobody really wants to pay attention to is that behavior is the evidence of our integrity it's not are you ready it's not well i didn't mean to that's not the evidence of our integrity it's not like well i was just trying to that's not the evidence of our integrity. well i was only I, I just wanted to help or i none of this blame past the buck hot potato crap rolling downhill any none of it is integrity, right? It's behavior is the evidence of our integrity. So let me slow down when I say this. We judge ourselves by intent. Yet the rest of the world is judging our behavior. Same too, the other way around. Everybody is judging themselves by intent, but we're judging their behavior. So rather than looking within at our behavior, we're pointing a finger at everybody else's. And we still don't know what the hell integrity really is. It's, yeah. just, in, it's just integration. It's just yeah. coming together or not. Now, it's funny, too, because I'll ask, I've asked, you know, thousands of people, Connie, what is integrity? And I only get those two answers. Do what you say you're going to do. Or sometimes every now and then, if I get a little left of center audience, a little, little bit, they'll be like, well, it's a state of wholeness. Okay, yes, you're right. But that's that's the advanced class, you know. <laughs> right. And, and so hey, there's room and integrity for everybody, right? That's everybody right. can everybody can play the integrity game, right? You know, from far left to far right. I don't care if you're, you know, two wings of the same bird as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, my point here is is that what we don't like about these two answers. Connie, they get us started. They get the party started. And it's funny to me because it's right over my shoulder for those of you who can see the video if you're watching, if not an audio. But I-N-T-E-G-R. Integrity and integration start with the same six letters. It's right in front of our face. That's right. But I've asked over a thousand people what's the definition of integrity and not one has ever used the word integration in their answer. So the first, the first thing I'm trying to do with the integrity game is neutralize it and take the judgment out of it. You didn't do what you said you were going to do. You didn't do the right thing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right? So right, we want to take the judgment out of it. Most people are vibrating in judgment of others when they use the word integrity, which is a waste of time because yeah. what they could be doing instead is looking within and cleaning up their own damn side of the street instead of yeah. pointing to the newspaper blowing down somebody else's side of the street. So what? 
clean up your side of the street, right? Anyway, so so here's the deal. What I don't like about the two answers, be your word, like do what you say you're going to do, and then do the right thing when nobody's watching. First of all, what if I said to somebody, like a buddy of mine, right? Connie, uh, you get me. Uh, oh, I'm going to do this podcast later and I'm going to drink 12 beers before I go onto the podcast. And then I drank 12 beers before I came onto the podcast. Could I claim integrity just because I did what I said I was going to do? No. We know the answer is no. And then like, it's like, well, not if, if what, right? The if, so it depends, doesn't it? Well, if my goal in life, my purpose in life is to test my functional alcoholism, then yeah, tons of integrity. But no, if my goal in life is to network and give value to an audience and get the message out and enhance Connie's mission to you know create meaningful change in the sales game, and if those are my objectives, then there's no way just doing what I said I was going to do is going to give me integrity. It's not enough. If I said I was going to sleep on the couch 20 out of every 24 hours and then I did, could I claim integrity? We all know the answer is no. So that answer, I like it because we get to point to integration, but that's where my liking of it stops because it's not enough. It's good, but it's not enough. And then on the other side, get this. Um, who's who's to say what's right and wrong? Like, you know, here, here's the thing. It, 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 you would agree with me if I said, um, what's the best example? Do you believe, t- without overthinking it, do you believe time is money? Yes. Do you believe patience is a virtue? Not for a high D, high I, but you go with it. Right. I'll say yes. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but not at the same time. Right. Sometimes patience is a virtue and sometimes time is money, but never at the same time. That's right. Right. And do you believe do you believe if you never quit, you never lose? No. But, well, don't. you know what I mean? Right. right because you got to know when to cut your losses. That Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. But, these, but but both success principles exist, don't they? Agree. Yes. Yes. Some I know what you're saying going. like, hey, if I don't quit, you can never beat me. I never give up. Yeah. OK, that's helpful in certain situations. But that's other right. times you better know. So fools rush in. But she who hesitates is lost time. So in other words, don't lie to your kids. Don't lie to your kids. Don't lie at all. Unless it's Christmas time and you got to put an elf on a shelf for 26 days, then lie to them all day. <laughs> Like, like, so, right? And then there's people in our country that can't even agree, forget right and wrong. We can't even agree on the same set of facts about what's true in this world. Like, there's 30% of our country can't even agree on who the damn president is. You're going to tell me what's right and wrong, good and bad, clean or dirty, civil, savage. And the only reason we want to hold other people accountable to not doing the right thing when nobody's watching is because we're out of integrity ourselves and we're projecting yeah. our values onto them rather than doing what you said in the intro. Yeah. I love what you said in the intro. And I'm going to dish it back over to you is whatever your measure is, right? Like there's got to be some metric of accountability to make it work. And whatever right. yours is. So what I love about you already is that you are mature enough to know, as I'm trying to help the world come with us, right? Is that I don't decide for anybody else what the metric is. You decide. But once you decide, now I'm going to hold you accountable to that. That's right. So the integrity game is designed to make it easy and fun to look within my brand promise with the integrity game is to make accountability non-threatening. Yeah. And all we want to do is, how do you play? You answer 10 question sets. So in other words, when I make the back to these two answers, be your word and do the right thing. Those are good, but they're not enough. So I developed a 10-point model. There are 10 things that I think we want to integrate, 10 things that we want to bring together, 10 things that we want to cinch up, right? And, and um you know, I can keep going on this, but, you know, I don't want to go too deep into all 10 points on the model, but there's transformational, 
right? Transformational. What's your purpose? What are your gifts and competitive advantages, which you can start to discover through DISC and other tools? But, sure. But, right? But talk about the mindset of being willing to give, being willing to receive, and then differentiation. What do I do better than everybody else? What do I do that nobody else does? What comes instinctually natural for me? Blind spots, superpowers. You got to own all of that, right? Right. If you don't own any of that, then you're building a mansion on top of quicksand. If you don't know what your purpose is on any given day, you're building a mansion on top of quicksand. Yeah. If you haven't declared your potential, vision, mission, objectives on an annual basis, setting goals, now let's pick strategy. Now let's commit to something. Now we can be our word. But if we're if we're being held accountable to being our word without doing all of that transformational work up front, we're building a mansion on top of quicksand. So I want to, you know, just briefly, I want to say, how do you play the integrity game? It's very easy. You understand the 10 questions and you start answering them. Yeah. You want to get to higher level play? You want to get some points on the board? Share your answers with an accountability coach that loves you. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that, that leads with love, not judgment, not coercion, not force, yeah. not for beating, not drill sergeant. But like, hey, here are my draft answers to my integrity game questions. And now I know what you want. You searched your soul. You did the work. And now is this, let me get this straight. Is this your purpose? Are these your gifts? Is this your potential? Are these your goals? Okay, in order to achieve these goals with your behavioral style, what's a proven strategy that works for a DI? Okay, what are you committed to? What do you do? What are you learning? What are you accomplishing? And who are you serving? That's the 10-point model right there. So I'll stop here by saying you got me all wound up now, Connie. The, in the integrity game is as easy to understand as it is difficult to play because these questions are easy to understand, but they're hard to answer. Yeah, and and, 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 and it's it really tough. Yeah, and we're we're out of time, but and that's I let you go because you were saying just so many valuable things. Here's here's the dissection of everything you you, you just kind of riffed mm -hmm. through, which was brilliant. And thank you for sharing those ten points because that was going to be one of my questions. So you kind of went into it, which was really helpful. We got to dig. We got to be honest with ourselves. Yeah. And I think when people hear that word accountability, they 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 associated with. I was Definitely. held accountable at my corporate job. And if I didn't do it, I got fired. So accountability is attached to this negative mantra or this negative. Ju vibration. Yeah. Ju judgment and attack. Judge will, oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and one of the thing I, I did want to say about the judgment, we are being taught through social media and the media, how to judge everybody. They're different than me. They're wrong. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? And, and again, I'll go back to my husband and I, right. When we sat down and we started having real communication, not just me, you know, blasting at him and him nodding his head, right. Being the bobblehead for me. That wasn't a relationship. That wasn't communication. It was this right or wrong kind of thing. But when we peeled back the onion, we both felt the same way. We were both trying to achieve the same thing. We're just yeah. doing it differently. So there should be no judgment because the way right. you approach your life, your kids, your wife is going to be very different than, you know, my heritage where I grew up. I'm East Coast, you're West Coast. All of these All things of playing. But you're West Coast, you're wrong. Because, you know, West Coast, they suck out there. Wh what? Like, so there's judgment in everything we do. And then that word accountability, I think people uh, uh, kind of connect it to something that's negative. And it's it's dangerous. So here's the deal, everybody. We, we're out of time. But Jeff, oh my gosh, yeah. thank you just so much. If you have a specific question in the show notes, I will put Jeff's email. It's Jeff at get a clue. And clue is K-L-U. Net, it will be in the show notes. Website is help me with the, it's a re a re tie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's T T I G for the integrity game arena. Yeah, arena. Arena. Everybody's welcome to the arena. Come on into the arena. T I G arena. T 
T-I-G arena. I knew there was a a play on that. And then of course um, there's a free gift and I will let you talk to that, Jeff. I will put that in the show notes as well, but tell them if they click on the link, the, the little URL, what will they get? Yeah. Well, first of all, anybody that's listening is eligible for two complimentary coaching sessions with an integrity game certified coach. And if you, you'll be, if you mentioned Connie mentioned the show, there's a good chance. I'm going to try to do all of those myself rather than dish people off to one of the coaches that I've trained, but accountability. um, Yeah. The, the fun thing is you only get the second session if you like the first one. And, but you know, a lot of coaches out there are offering one free session. I don't believe in that for a lot of different reasons, but two complimentary coaching sessions where we can really build some rapport, really get to know you. uh, And, and again, like a building bridge or a tunnel, uh, that collapses under pressure tests without structural integrity. Individuals, teams, and organizations are no different. So let's 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 get on the path to retrofitting yourself totally free, two and a half hours complimentary coaching for any of your listeners. So that's that's one thing. And then and then if you really want to get into an immersion, we've got like a four hundred ninety seven dollar ninety day challenge that I, I take people through. I took myself through it, and then take others through the integrity game, where I got subject matter experts that I would interview for each of the 10 points on the model, then I would answer my questions and post my workbook to give other people the courage and the the support and lead the way for people to actually have the courage to look within instead of pointing a finger at everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. We really do that. It, I, change is an inner game. And, you know, that's why I love hosting the show, Jeff, because it, it is an inner game and we have to stop deflecting and blaming and really start to get real. And then I think we, we can change the world, right? We could change ourselves. We could change those in our orbit, but ultimately we're changing the world. So thank you so much. What you're doing out there is important and everybody on the website, I'm assuming they can buy all the books too, right, Jeff? Yeah. I mean, easy to find. If you just type in Jeff Klubeck and get a clue in 52, you'll see them all come up. The integrity game cool. is out there. They're very affordable. The get a clues in 52s. It's funny, Connie. Like the first one I did, I priced it like $20 and 19 cents. And then the next year I wrote a book and priced it $20 and 20 cents. And then, so this year's book is priced $20 and 24 cents, 2024. So hurry up and get it before it's, it goes up to next year's price. I'm going to raise it. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's fun, tangible. Um, and there's a thought behind it, right? So it makes it a little bit more, a few cents. What's a few cents? But it just makes it interesting. Like, look at this dude over here, what he's doing. Yeah, I'd rather fun. raise it by one cent than nonsense. It's, I love it. So guys, check it out again. All of that info will be in the show notes. Buy the book if you're intrigued. Sometimes that's the first step in building that know, like, trust. But check out uh, Jeff's stuff. I think he's adorable. He's hysterical. Um, <laughs> and I think you're on to it. We all need a little bit of integrity and accountability in that combination. Can I just finish with that quote? That's the thing. Back to the visual that I get, you know, in, right when I was asking the questions, how many of you believe you have integrity and don't yeah, shoot yeah. the messenger and all that stuff? It's, it's actually a trick question. This is the last thing if I can leave your audience with. It's a trick question. It's not you either have it or you don't. Here's the truth about integrity, everyone. We all have some mm. and we all, myself included, need more. Mm. Amen. Amen to that. I love it. Um, thank you again, Jeff. Guys, check out the stuff. Um, I hope it resonates with you. This all resonates with me. Um, thanks again for being on. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together, no matter where you are on your journey of change and whatever that means to you. I truly hope that Jeff, my ideas, how I do my little interjections, but all of that information and the resources that Jeff has provided, you know, take advantage, man, because information is a beautiful thing. If you do nothing with this information, it sits in your brain. That's not helping you. It's not helping your family. It's not helping your peeps. It's not helping your world. Go out, 
put this stuff into action. And I promise the reaction creates magic in your life. Um, Jeff, thank you again. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Enlightenment of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.com. You know, I am honored to have you on this journey of change and that you trust me with your time every week. I so appreciate that and I'm grateful for that. And I really do. My guests and I want to make a difference in your life. So please um, put some action. I promise you magic will happen. I love you all. I will see you all next week. Have a great, amazing, inspired week to do something different. Have a great one, everyone. Love you.